my, my scripture reading comes from uh, Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. And like I said, this is the lectionary. But I liked it so much, I just went with it. Because sometimes if I see the lectionary, and I, oh, it seems like I just talked about that, then I'll just move on. But this here, I always talk about it. Matthew chapter 5, 25, verses 1 through 13. This is Jesus talking. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go you out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily, I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. The Word of God for the children of God. And all of God's children said, Amen. And I think this is so awesome because the days that we're living in, Jesus said, Watch. And these are signs that we're seeing right now that's going on in our world, worldwide. Watch. And the oil represents the Holy Spirit. And you see these ten virgins, to me, now this is just my own interpretation, so the virgins represent churches, the brides. And there's some churches that, that oil, they're running out. They're giving up. They're saying, well, and I've heard it, the, the, the theology is changing, the doctrines are changing. In, in some of these churches, they're changing from the truth and they're adding in lies and they're making up other truths that they call truth. And so, therefore, they're driving out the truth in their churches. And they're teaching lies. And they're leading people astray. But Jesus don't want that for His church. He wants His people to know what's coming. He wants you to know where you're at in your life. What the signs or the times are. And a lot of people, and I've heard it and I've heard it over and over, I really don't care about that stuff. I don't know and I don't care. I'm just going to live my life. Well, Jesus even told us in His Scriptures to watch. Don't fall asleep. And that's, what, that's what's amazing that they did. They all fell asleep. But then they heard the midnight cry, Hey, He's coming. And, and they woke up. But some of them, their, their lamps went dry. The Holy Spirit wasn't there no more. And, th and that's... That's a scary place to be. Where, where, you, where you cut off from unbelief. Your believer, you, start, you quit believing like you did when you first came. Because there's been so much doubt thrown at you over the years. People say, well, you really can't trust that scripture because there was flaws in that. You know, that's, they wrote that after the fact. I've been hearing all these arguments lately about the scriptures. About how they can't be trusted. And about that, how they, stuff was added 
after the facts. But see, that's, if that's the case, then God's a liar. And God is not a liar. If he said the sky was green, it would turn green. That's just how our God is. So we've got to watch. We've got to be careful. We've got to study. We've got to stay in the Word. Keep your, keep your fuel going. Keep, keep your wicks trimmed and your lights burning. And because, see, that's what that oil is. That oil is what keeps your light burning on your candle. When Jesus said, you are the light of the world. But if that oil ain't there, your light goes out. It's just like these candles. When the oil's gone, the flame dies. And so, and the wick is our connection. Is, is our connection to the oil, which is the God's word, the prayer. Jesus is the one who gives this oil freely. And so God wants us to wake up and watch, see what's going on in our, in our world around us. And I'm going to go through some scriptures here to kind of show us where we're at in this time that we're living in. I believe it could happen any time, but things are happening rapidly and the fig tree is being shaken. And the fig tree in the scriptures is Israel. And, and that's a parable. He said he'd utter a parable. God is talking in parables. Jesus is talking in parables. But he said it's for us to know, his children to know what they mean. He says the lost people won't understand it because they refuse to accept truth. And it's sad, very sad, when you pour out your heart to people and you try to love them and they still reject you. Jesus knows all about that. In fact, he wept over Jerusalem. He wept over it. He said, if you knew what hour it was, if you would have just came to me. But now, since you've rejected the Messiah, the peace is taken away. And that was 2,000 years ago. And you're going to be scattered. And he told him everything that was going to happen and everything that has happened just like he said it was going to happen. Now I'm going to go to Zechariah and I've read this to you before but I didn't read the whole chapter because I stopped at where we're at with Israel. Zechariah chapter 12. Now Zechariah was a prophet in 487 B.C. 487 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. <coughs> And, and I'm going to read the whole chapter this time. There's 14 verses. So listen. The, the burden of the word of the Lord for Israel, saith the Lord, which stretcheth forth the heavens and layeth the foundations of the earth and formeth the spirit of man within him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all people around about when they shall be in the siege both against Judah and against Jerusalem. And in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. We're starting to see that. All these nations, we're seeing it happening in our lifetime. And that day, saith the Lord, I will smite every horse with astonishment and his rider with madness, and I will open my eyes upon the house of Judah and will smite every horse of the people with blindness. And the governors of Judah shall say in their heart, the inhabitants of Jerusalem shall be my strength in the Lord of hosts, their God. In that day will I make the governors of Judah like a hearth of fire among the wood and like a torch of fire in a sheath, and they shall devour all the people round about on the right hand and on the, and the left. 
and Jerusalem shall be inhabited again in her own place, even in Jerusalem. The Lord also shall save the tents of Judah first, that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem do not magnify themselves against Judah. In that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And he that is feeble among them at that day shall be as David. And the house of David shall be as God, as the angel of the Lord before them. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one that mourneth for his only son. And shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. In that day there shall be a great mourning in Jerusalem as the mourning of Hadim. I think that Hadim. In the valley of Megiddo. And the land shall mourn, every family apart, the family of the house of David apart, and their wives apart, the family of the house of Nathan apart, and their wives apart, the family of the house of Levi apart, and their wives apart, and the family of Shimei apart, and, the, and their wives apart. All the families that remain, every family apart, and their wives apart. Now that is awesome. Did you see 500 years before the birth of Jesus and they shall look upon me, God talking. This is God talking, the Holy Spirit, whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. Well, we see what's going on right now. They're surrounded. But look how tough Israel is. Look how awesome their, their military is. And look how the world is treating them for defending themselves. Now, I don't know, whoever disagrees, that's fine, that's your opinion. But to me, every person that has died over there is because of Hamas. It's not Israel's fault. But they're being attacked by the enemy. What would America do? You go in and you take them out, whatever it cost. But see, through all this struggle and all this war and hatred that's going on over there that we read, that I just read to you, Jesus is going to reveal himself to them. Israel. He's going to open their eyes to their Messiah. They have rejected him all these years. And they're going to look upon the one whom they appear. Remember what Jesus said before he left in the temple at Jerusalem? You shall not see me here again until you learn to say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's what Jesus told Israel. And they won't see him again there until they say that. I believe we're in the days that Jesus is going to reveal himself to Israel. That's what it says in his word. And we're seeing all these things happening. These are signs of the times, folks. Remember, he said, watch. Keep your eyes peeled on the fig tree. That is our time clock. That is our timepiece. Not America, not what's happening in Russia. I mean, that's part of the wars and the rumors of wars. This morning, I heard on the news, yesterday, this, last, this weekend, there was earthquakes and volcanoes in Iceland. Has anybody heard that? There was 1,400 earthquakes in Iceland just, just last weekend. 1,400 of them. Earthquakes. The lava's coming up. And these are part of the signs. The earth, the whole earth is groaning for the redemption 
of God's people. The whole earth is. It's, go, it's happening all around the whole world. Wars and rumors of wars. The storms are crazy. People call it climate change. No, it's birthing pains. These are the signs. And Jesus said, when you see all these things, look up because your redemption draws near. We don't want to be like the five foolish virgins who fall asleep and then run out of oil. And then Jesus comes and you miss it. And you go knocking on the door and he says, to, I don't know you. I never knew you. Wouldn't that be a horrible place to be? It would be for me to be a horrible place. But God has promised to never leave us or forsake us if we call on him. So you're signed and sealed and delivered. If you have Jesus in your heart, you're not going to miss out. But it's, as, it's the pastor's duty of all the churches to let the people know where we are at in this time that we live. What the Bible says. I know what happened 2,000 years ago. We all do. We've heard the stories over and over and over. What's God doing today in 2023? You look at Israel and you see. Then you, then, you, then you look around the whole world and you see everything that Jesus said was going to happen. He said, when you see all these things happening at once, look up. But no one knows the day or hour, but we know the times. You know the signs of the times that you're living in. So we cannot be asleep to these things. And I know some people, it scares people. I don't know why. Because I think it's going to be a day of rejoicing. Can you imagine the earth without evil? Isn't that going to be awesome? I think it's going to be awesome in a thousand year reign of Jesus Christ. I really think it's going to be awesome. And it's going to, it's going to be, we, we've never experienced nothing like this with God actually being king on the earth. And it's going to be in Jerusalem. He said that. That's why Israel has to be a nation for Jesus to return. He said he's going to return on the Mount of Olives just like he left. And Israel will be a nation. And so that's where we're at. We're that generation. He said the generation that sees all these things will see everything. All things will be fulfilled in that generation concerning his return. So that's something to be excited about. Because when you see all hell breaking loose, it means something good's getting ready to happen. And, and then, and I hear all these secular people talking about, well, you know, it's the Jews' fault. They brought this on themselves. And I'm thinking, are you guys just complete idiots? Are you mad? Because that's what it is. It's, it's blindness to the truth. And there's a veil over most people. If you don't have Jesus, you got a veil. Where you don't see these spiritual things. You're blind as a bat to them. That's why Jesus wants us to have this oil. The Holy Spirit. Be filled with God's Holy Spirit so you're not caught off guard. Where these things don't overtake you unaware. Where you miss out. Let's go to uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3. And there's more signs. And I'm going to go through a few of these. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Perilous times. I think we're living in perilous times, don't you? For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covenants, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affections, truce breakers, false accusers, incontent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, 
having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with different differs lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. I've been watching a few shows this week, last week, documentaries on false religions and, the, and how they compare our word, our Bible with their Bibles and their Bibles how when they were made up and, and these people were doing researches on, on the places that they were naming in their Bibles and they would go to these places and they were never there. It was all made up. The history of these, I'm not going to mention them, but the history of these religions were made up. And they got a book and people, they compare it to the Bible and they say it's the Bible. And they say we got this wrong and they got theirs right. Of course, theirs was wrote in 1830. Ours was wrote over the last 3,000, 4,000 years, 3,000 years by different men of God from 1500 B.C. to 70 A.D., 90 A.D. That's the lifespan of the Bible being written. Different authors, prophets. So I'm going to stick with God's word. Came straight out of Israel, came from God's prophets. And there's a lot of these teachings going on in our world where people are led astray. And they've grabbed hold of it. And, and that's, that's going to be a horrible thing. A horrible thing. When they come to the, when Jesus returns and they found out that he says, I never knew you. You were led astray. You denied the truth. You rejected my son. You rejected the truth of the church. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be on that side. I want to be the one that is, is on this side with God trying to point people to Jesus. And that's what He wants all of us to do as His children. And I fall short, guys. I'm human like everybody. I fall short every week. I, I have bad attitudes. I'm just like everybody else. I can't say that I'm up here and I'm, i got things going on because I don't. I'm just as broke and messed up as the next person. But I know it. And see, once you know that, you can seek to get better. Without you knowing that, you're going to get worse. And that's why people need Jesus. They need to realize that, yes, you are a sinner. You are broken. And you were broken from birth. When you were born, you were born into a world of sin. And you're broke. And, you're, and your, your mind's broke. Everything about you is broke. But Jesus is the healer. He's the one who fixes us. And he works with us. And sometimes it takes some people longer than others. I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm, I'm one of what Moses called, and God called his people, the children of Israel, hard-headed and stiff-necked. Stiff-necked. That's me. But I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep pushing forward. I'm going to keep doing my best to be right. Because when you get in situations like that, you don't even like yourself. And, and it's not a fruit of the Spirit. But see, the Holy Spirit will reveal that to you. Now, that's what's awesome about having this oil. When you, when you mess up, the Holy Spirit will show you this and say, Hey, son, this is our daughter. This is not what I've called you to do. So take a couple steps back. Take a deep breath. And repent. And start over. But don't quit. And we all go through these in our lives. We have times like this. And if we say we don't, well then praise God for you. Hallelujah. 
but I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak the truth that I messed up. And I do mess up. And sometimes I, I, I laugh. It's like, I can't believe God has made me a pastor. What a joke. Me? Because I know me better than anybody does. And, and the joke's on me, evidently, because here I am. But I'm going to give you God's word truth. And let you know that I'm just like you. I'm just as messed up as the next person. And some of you are way better than me. Okay, I'll tell you that right now. But it's not, it's about, it's not about that. It's about Jesus. And it's about knowing. Knowing. That you are broken. That you are messed up. And then you know the one who can fix you. The author and the finisher of our faith. Jesus Christ. And that's what's so important. Let me get back to now here. Ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. A lot of that going on. As now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. Now, you, Janus and Jambres, uh, uh, I don't know if you guys know the story about when Moses and them was in the wilderness. These are the couple of the guys that were leading the, the rebellion, saying, is God really with Moses? You know, did he bring us out here to die? Well, and the ground opened up and swallowed these guys up because they were leading people astray. And there's a lot of that going around too. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch and Icononum, at Lysiria, with persecutions, Apostle Paul talking, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. You're going to suffer persecution. All of God's children. Israel too, the Jews. Yeah, they're in there with us. They, they get to suffer worse than all of us. And if, if you look what's going on in our world today, in every nation, what are they calling for? The destruction of the Jews. Are, is this really happening? Yes, this is really going on. This is the sign of the times. This is where we're at. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Deceiving and being deceived, and they're waxing worse and worse. I need to wrap this up here. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Okay, stay in that. Stay in God's word. I'm going to jump to verse chapter 4, verse 3. It says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall heap, they, shall, they heap to themselves teachers having itchy ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. That's where we're at, folks. Everybody wants to hear the fables besides truth. But we know we're standing on God's word. Don't let someone pull you off of that faith that God has given you. And don't let someone tell you there's a new revelation about something. It's all in here. Jesus revealed it all. The Holy Spirit, that oil that is in you, will bring it all to your remembrance and reveal things to come and things that have happened and where we're at. So let's, let's do like Jesus said right here. Watch you therefore. For you know neither the day nor the hour where the Son of Man cometh. Let's pray.
Holy Father, thank you that you have not left us in the dark, Lord. Thank you that we have your word, Lord, that will guide and direct us in this life and give us eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying and doing in these days that we live in. Lord, forgive me for not walking in love like I should. I repent of that and help me to walk in the love that you called me to walk in. And I pray for this love to be in everybody's heart this week in this church as we go out into the world. Help us to truly be your representatives, Lord, of love, peace, but truth. In Jesus' holy name, amen.